And I greet each of you lifeliners in the love and peace and favor and strength of our Lord Jesus Christ. How blessed we are to be on the line for the 135th consecutive week since March 18, 2020. The Lord has given us grace and favor to be consistently touching and agreeing, listening and lifting and learning together each Wednesday night. Can you believe that 134 Wednesdays have passed since this world was declared in a pandemic? And we went on lockdown, but isn't it amazing how God took what was a scary and negative situation and turned it into an edifying, enlightening, and an enduring ministry called Lifeline. I love you for helping to make it so. Amen, amen. Let's pray now, Lord, how we bless you and thank you for this day. And let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. May what you have spoken to us and what we share now be a blessing and be life for every ear that hears. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I started a series some time ago entitled Someone You Should Know. We borrowed that tag from the late Harry Porterfield's um, uh, series that started on uh, WLS and WBBM and uh, was made famous over many, many years. Someone You Should Know in which he highlighted the profile, the contributions, the, the, the personalities of persons who weren't necessarily center stage in the Chicago and vicinity uh, civic government business commerce life. Maybe it was someone whose name we had never heard until Harry Porterfield mentioned. And it was in that light that I'm sharing with us persons in the Bible who may not be the famous, the Abraham, the Isaac, the Moses, the Davids, the Paul, the Joseph, the Marys, but yet they give us light and lift because the Holy Ghost drops their mention in the book of books. And so tonight, I invite us to Esther. Esther, in the Old Testament, Esther. Esther chapter 1, verse 10 through 12. On the seventh day when King Xerxes was in high spirits from wine, he commanded the seven eunuchs who served him to bring before him 
Queen Vashti wearing her royal crown in order to display her beauty to the people and nobles, for she was lovely to look at. But when the attendants delivered the king's command, Queen Vashti refused to come. Then the king became furious and burned with anger. Verse 18 and 19 say, This very day, the Persian and Median women of the nobility who have heard about the queen's conduct will respond to all the king's nobles in the same way. There will be no end of disrespect and discord. Therefore, if it pleases the king, let him issue a royal decree and let it be written in the laws of Persia and Media, whether which cannot be repealed, that Vashti is never again to enter the presence of King Xerxes. Also let the king give her royal position to someone else who is better than she. And then verse 17 in the next chapter. Now the king was attracted to Esther more than to any other of the other women. And she won his favor and approval more than any of the other virgins. So he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Let me share with us someone you should know, Vashti. And so to the list of Gaius, Diotrephes, Ehud of Judges 3, and last week's Christian couple, Aquila and Priscilla, let's add Vashti, who makes an appearance in the only book of the Bible where the name of God is not mentioned. Although God himself is in every chapter, yes, it's the book of Esther. Vashti, whose name means beautiful woman, is the wife and queen to the king whose name is Xerxes, which means mighty man. And we discover quickly within a matter of the first ten verses, that beauty and might are not necessarily a compatible duo. What makes them compatible is mutual respect. Sometimes beauty and might are on collision course. What is might without morals? Other times, one will manipulate the other. So this mighty man loves and loafs fame, power, and excess, and he's not willing to concede any, even if it means the sacrifice of a beautiful woman. We live in a culture of Xerxes, where excess and external exquisiteness 
are the measuring marks of success. Excess, extravagance, exquisiteness is the name of the game. Read the first few verses of Esther, and you'll see how King Xerxes, through a 180-day bash for all of the VIPs and heads of state in 127 provinces, and he served them in a garden hanging with linen, white and purple material, silver rings, marble pillars, couches of silver, mosaic pavement of mother of pearl, excess. Excess is still the name of the game. Isn't it ironic while some are upsizing, others are downsizing? Because they're growing to understand that excess does not eliminate the emptiness in other areas of their lives. Just how real are the housewives in Huntsville, in Potomac, in Atlanta? Uh, just how real are they when the camera is not on them. Vashti was a real woman in the truest sense of the word because she knew and she embraced and she guarded her value. A man did not make her world. If he did, then she would have jumped at his beck and command when he told her, come here. And let all my buddies see what I got. This man did not love her. He loved her looks. And the lesson reminds us, what happens when you stop looking right and dancing to someone else's music? Oh, glory. Respect yourself. Xerxes knew it, and Vashti knew it. It was something unheard of for the queen to make an appearance in public unveiled. She is compelled to guard and keep her dignity. She's somebody to remember. Know your value, character, never enters a contest. Don't depend on others to tell you your value. Xerxes is so humiliated, so enraged, pride and self-exaltation working overtime because Vashti refuses to appear unveiled and the rest of the chapter seeks to resolve one issue. What do you do now with Vashti? Her defiance will be interpreted as a crime against everyone in the kingdom. Quite a stretch, isn't it? But when compromise 
and concession are priority, rationale and reason go out the window. People don't care about what makes sense when they're driven to come out on top. We're seeing it now in these last 40 days before a pivotal election nationwide, since they got mud thrown into their faces with a clear-cut defeat, their agenda has been whatever it takes to come out on top. You keep a watch in your life for people who will not rest until you are restless. And that's why you got to get your rest from the genuine source who says, come unto me and I will give you rest. Come unto me and you will find rest. How quickly Xerxes turns to the next one. He calls himself demoting Vashti. But don't you know, some demotions are really promotions. Hallelujah. Look at what Vashti walked away from. You can be replaced, but you will always be irreplaceable. Can I say that again for somebody? Yeah, you can be replaced but you will always be irreplaceable. Vashti took more with her than she left behind. Vashti's name doesn't appear in the rest of the book after this final mention in chapter 2. Uh, the next one does. Her name is Esther. And in Esther, here's the irony. Xerxes meets everything he was manipulated into rejecting in Vashti. Boldness, defiance, strength, values, and a heart for the people. While Vashti is a woman of a few words, she makes room for a woman of many words. This next woman has Xerxes literally eating out of her hand. Read chapter 5, verse 5. What is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? Even up to half the kingdom, it will be given to you. Isn't that something? Esther is able to reign because Vashti refused to be reduced. Let me run that back. Esther is able to reign because Vashti refused to be reduced. There's a generation of women that's waiting on your example. To all the Vashtis listening or the ones you know 
who are at the crossroads of critical decisions. Do you compromise and become someone's showpiece? Or do you maintain your high, holy standards and watch how God works out your future? Oh, did you think I was just talking to women? This is a message for the church. This is a message for the body of Christ. This is a message for us bros uh, because we are the church. We are the she. We are the one who is engaged to the king groomsman named the Lord Jesus Christ. The church is his bride. So we are the woman in the word. So the Holy Spirit is getting us ready to be presented to God without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. We face challenges every day. And so we ask and answer the question, do we fit in or do we follow the vibes of Ashtai? I like that, the vibes of Ashtai. As a believer, what will you do when the culture demands that you step out of line with the clear teachings of the Word of God? From this lesson, I'll take my chances with Vashti. I like her vibes because it's victory in the long run. Oh, yes, Vashti is someone you should definitely get to know. Remember, Vashti. Hallelujah. And thus is the lesson for tonight. Amen, amen, amen. Before we lead in closing prayer, uh, we remember Mother Jill Johnson, the mother of Deacon Daphne uh, Walker and Jackie Hart. I mentioned her on Sunday that she had come home, but she's back in the hospital today, and we cover you, uh, Mother Jewel, in Elmhurst Hospital. Well, we also want to remember our brothers in the nursing facilities, Rory Falconer, Sherman Blackman, Bernard Johnson, our brother uh, convalescing and getting stronger at home, um, our brother uh, Danny Singleton. Sister Zora Smith, we lift you while you're being cared for by the Lord in Northwestern Hospital. Reba Price, Rosemary Price, Bernadine Brown, Jackie Seaton Brown, and others who are in the grieving land, bless are they that mourn, for you will be comforted. Praying for you, Christiana Billingsley, that God would again keep his healing hand on you next week. And let's keep 
our children and our teens and our seniors lifted. Tragedy seems to be so senseless and and commonplace. Babies drowning, babies sitting in the back seat of vehicles being shot, children walking to the church with their parents. May the Lord be a fence all around them. Hallelujah. And remember, Lifeliners, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. The third Sunday is special here at Freedom Hillside. It's our church-wide pink Sunday where we'll honor the survivors and uh, we'll memorialize those who have won the victory and went on to be with the Lord. Remember uh, uh, Friday this month, I uh, can't think of the exact Friday, but it's uh, Gospel Karaoke here at Freedom Hillside. It's tagged, So You Think You Can Sing. And we're going to have a lot of fun and laughter at Gospel Karaoke Night here at Freedom Hillside this month. The fifth Sunday, the very last Sunday, is Real Men Wear Pink, 100 Men in Worship. Did you know that about one in every 100 breast cancer diagnosis is in a man, according to CDC? So you see, uh, no one is exempt. And let us go forth during this month. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. We'll be closed out with prayer tonight. Uh, by one of our uh, faithful deacons, and uh, she just celebrated her uh, birthday this past week, a week ago on tomorrow, and we say to Deacon uh, Paula Smith, you enjoy this 74th year of life that the Lord has given you because you're truly a blessing to the body of Christ, to your biological family and to your spiritual family here at Freedom. Deacon Paula Smith, will you close us in prayer? Happy birthday. Pastor Smith, uh, before I open Deacon Paula's line, uh, I want to make an announcement. You made all the other announcements that are happening this month in October, but I want to lift up this Sunday. Uh, This Sunday is Pastor Appreciation Sunday, uh, where we celebrate our pastor, and First Lady for 22 years of faithful service to Freedom Hillside. Um, We don't want to forget our pastor because he certainly never forgets us um, through the calls and visits and care he has for us and his faithful laboring over the word uh, to bring us a relevant word. He doesn't give us garbage, (laughs) but he gives us a word from the Lord. So, We want to remember, Pastor, and the way we do that is to give um, a love offering, appreciation of $50. We've been asked to do that. So we hope that everyone will be able to participate in that. Pastor's not going to talk about himself, but I'm taking the time to talk about him right now. And I will now open up um, Deacon Paula's line to close us in prayer. Oh, he also, for Karaoke Sunday, it's Friday the 21st. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend. Thank you. This is National Clergy Appreciation Month all over the land, and I thank you 
life, lightness, and freedom for appreciating uh, me and my ministry. Amen.